1: Subscribe now and download wherever you get your podcasts. As always, thanks for listening.
2: From London, this is The Standard Podcast and I'm Mark Blunden. Thunder and lightning over the capital on Tuesday as the heavens opened and storm clouds of a different kind have been gathering over 10 Downing Street too, as Rishi Sunak tries desperately to quell mutiny among Conservative Party rebels ahead of a make-or-break immigration vote on his Rwanda asylum bill. It came as the Prime Minister saw his public ratings on managing immigration hit a new low in an Ipsos UK survey for The Standard. The poll of just over 1,000 respondents found 79% of them, including 3 quarters. Of Tory supporters believe ministers are doing a bad job on immigration. While just 24% of respondents say they believe Sakir Starmer's Labour Party would do a better job, 69% say they are dissatisfied with Sunak, up three points since November. Prime Minister began his Tuesday trying to woo MPs to push through his key asylum bill that would see illegal migrants sent to Rwanda at a Downing Street breakfast summit. The PM held 11th hour crisis talks with rebel colleagues where smoked salmon was served and Sunak hoped to charm and cajole them into falling into line behind his controversial policy. The bill allows ministers to disapply some parts of the Human Rights Act regarding deportation flights to Rwanda, restricting possible legal challenges but does not go as far as overriding the European Convention on Human Rights. It also declares that the East African country is a safe place to send asylum seekers and economic migrants who arrive in the UK by small boats after a new treaty was signed with Kigali. Is Illegal Migration Minister Michael Tomlinson on BBC Breakfast. This
1: is the toughest piece of immigration legislation that has ever been tabled, that has ever been laid before Parliament, and that this respectfully listens and responds to the Supreme Court judgment that was set out on the 15th of November and following the treaty that was tabled last week. It builds on that, it shuts down that loophole, and that's the debate we're going to be having this afternoon. We are a broad church, but we are all members of the Conservative Party. If there's one thing actually that does unite us, it's the determination to stop the boats. That's the Prime Minister's determination to stop the boats.
2: Labour was going to vote against the bill, which Human Rights Group Amnesty International branded an outrageous attack on the very concept of universal human rights. For the latest on a stormy week for Sunak, we're joined by the Standards political editor Nicholas Cecil. Nick, how's the PM started his Tuesday?
1: Well, the Prime Minister has a big job today trying to win over a number of MPs on the right of his party. And so he started today with a breakfast meeting with uh, a number of them There are probably several dozen who are threatening to either vote against his Rwanda bill or abstain. And um, certainly by mid-morning lunchtime, there were no signs of any breakthrough for the government in persuading these potential rebels to fall into line.
2: What are you reporting on the Ipsos poll?
1: Coincidentally, the Evening Standards monthly poll with Ipsos UK also came out this morning. And it had some very strong findings on immigration. It found that eight out of 10 adults in Britain now believe the government is managing immigration poorly, doing a bad job and just one in 10 believe that uh, the government is doing a good job. Both these figures are recent lows and uh, highlight the difficulty uh, facing um, Mr. Sunak. And Mr. Sunak uh, has difficulties both in dealing with the scale of legal migration, which hit a a record high of 745,000 in terms of net migration last year, and also in, in dealing with the small boats crisis. So his Rwanda plan, his big flagship scheme to send people who arrive by small boats in the UK to Rwanda, was ruled unlawful by the Supreme Court just weeks ago. He's drawn up this very controversial bill which basically seeks to address the concerns of the Supreme Court and to declare that Rwanda right, is a safe country to send asylum seekers to. That was clearly not the view of the most senior judges in the country. The government has made some changes but I think there's still many sceptics um, on all benches whether actually the government's new scheme is legal.
2: How about the PM's personal popularity?
1: His per- Personal ratings have also fallen um, to a record low now. So 69% say they are dissatisfied with how he's performing as PM compared to 66% a month earlier. The proportion who are satisfied with him is unchanged at 21%.
2: What are the factors fueling this very low rating?
1: I think there's one overriding factor, which is the cost of living crisis. So, that is the number one concern of the vast majority of people in the country that um, many people are either feeling worse off or certainly not better off than they previously have been. And um, this could be that, that their mortgage has gone up or their pay has not kept up with um, inflation so that would be the main cause i suspect why people are dissatisfied with the government and mr sunak there's also if you look at the nhs record nhs waiting lists of more than 7.7 million people now on waiting lists so people will either themselves be on a waiting list or know a family member or someone else who is so two main issues in the country certainly according to pollsters are the economy um cost of living crisis and the nhs Immigration has become a big issue in recent months, according to the Uni Sanders polls at so Ipsos UK, and this is showing through um, in the figures today.
2: Let's go to the ads. Coming up, why Rishi Sunak's low poll numbers doesn't necessarily mean an open electoral goal for Sir Keir Starmer's Labour Party. Why not hit follow in the meantime and give us a rating? Welcome back. Nick, how's the Starmer and Labour fared in Tuesday's Evening Standard Ipsos poll?
1: Well, this is uh, another very interesting finding from the poll, is that Labour have actually fallen in popularity. So they're down five points to 41% in Westminster voting tensions. So they've still got a comfortable lead of... Um, 17 points over the Conservatives, but it's, it's a noticeable fall. And this comes amid the row uh, over Sir Keir Starmer refusing to back calls for a ceasefire in Gaza. With polls, you can never prove the cause of whether the figures go up or down. That certainly seems to be uh, the most likely reason.
2: Why has the Rwanda bill become so all-consuming for the Prime Minister?
1: This is another very interesting point because the government seems to have allowed this to get out of control and to get really far bigger than the issue actually is. So certainly today, there's very much a very, very heavy focus at Westminster on this bill, and um, the row over this is clouding some successes the government have had in terms of cutting the number of people arriving by small boats across the channel and including a deal with Albania to return Albanian citizens who arrive in the UK unlawfully. So the government has had some success. But because, very much like Brexit, immigration is one of those issues which the Conservatives get so obsessed about, this issue has is just spiraled out of control. But it's also important not to forget that this is a very, very difficult issue to deal with because many other countries are also grappling w- with it because lots of people are out seeking a better life in the world. Some are fleeing persecution. Some are seeking a more prosperous way of life. And the, the people are increasingly mobile globally. And so more and more people will come to, to wealthy countries.
2: How much of an impact on Sunak's authority has the resignation of Robert Jenrick had?
1: Well, prime ministers can lose ministers now and then. It certainly it temporarily damages their authority. But what is a, a, the bigger threat to him, though, is if he loses his vote tonight. Because to lose on such a totemic issue for the Conservatives as immigration and uh, Mrs. Sunat's Rwanda plan would, would be a, a major blow for him. And the other thing is, remember, this is the second reading of the bill. So this is where, where the MPs just debate the very broad principles, not not the details of the legislation. And and these second readings nearly always go through, so it's very rare. So if this fell, this would be the first bill to fall at second reading for about 40 years. So it would be a, a very significant moment for the Prime Minister.
2: Finally, Nick, thanks as always. Um, there's been a bit of chat and rumour about a possible Boris Johnson and shock Nigel Farage to hit. Is there any way the party would press the big red pre-election button on this?
1: I think that's very unlikely. When... Rishi Sunak replaced Liz Truss. He he was already there, waiting in the wings because they'd already had a leadership contest, which she won. But then her administration imploded. At the moment, there's no obvious person to replace Mr. Sunak. In theory, you could ask David Cameron to take over again, but then you'd have a prime minister in the Lords. Boris is he likely to come back? He basically was forced out of Parliament um, over the Partygate scandal. And as for Nigel Farage, I don't think there's um, any chance of him leading the Tory party.
2: There's more on this story in the Evening Standard newspaper and online at standard.co.uk. We're back on Wednesday at 4pm.